place looks great. Oh, thanks, man. It's all uh, Ikea. Did the whole place for $47. Nice. Yeah. How are the neighbors? Uh, you know, there's an Asian family living next door, but they don't have a gong or nothing, so it's not too bad. That's lucky. Yeah, it is. How's work? You? Yeah, you know, not bad, actually. I, I met a girl. She's a cashier. No way. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, we should double date something. You, me, and Laurie, and uh, well, what's her name? White trash name. Yes. Mandy. Nope. Marilyn. Nope. Brittany. Nope. Tiffany. Nope. Candace. Nope. Don't f me on this. I, I know shit. All right, speed round. I'm going to rattle off some names when I hit you it, fucking buzz it, okay? I will tell you, you got me? Yeah. All right, Brandy, Heather, Channing, Brianna, Amber, Sabrina, Melody, Dakota, Sierra, Bambi, Crystal, Samantha, Autumn, Ruby, Taylor, Tara, Tammy, Lauren, Charlene, Chantel, Courtney, Misty, Jenny, Krista, Mindy, Noel, Shelby, Trina, Reba, Cassandra, Nikki, Kelsey, Shauna, Jolene, Erling, Claudine, Savannah, Casey, Dolly, Kendra, Kali, Chloe, Devin, Emily, Luke, Nope. Wait, was it any one of those names with a Lynn after it? Yes. Oh, I got you. Okay. Brandy Lynn, Heather Lynn, Tammy Lynn. Broadcasting from the Live Network Studios in West Atlantic City, New Jersey, it's the Quizzo Trivia Podcast with your hosts, Nick and Drew. To participate, tweet us at Quizzo Podcast or send us an email at info at quizzopodcast.com. That's Q-U-I-Z-Z-O. Now, let's get to the show. Labor Day, my friend. Yeah, end. this is actually my Independence Day <laughs> That's coming right. up on uh, Monday. The true holiday of the Jersey Shore <laughs> local year-round We get people. our town back. What happened to the summer, man? Went faster than uh, Game of Thrones. How about that? Like, you're going to have to wait, what, 18 months? 2019, they're saying? I don't even know. It's a sin because the show was just so well crafted, and there was excitement at every corner. And now it's like they're racing to the finish line. It's all the you end know what of it this. is. It's the difference it's between so having, predictable. It's the difference between having source material or bullet points. Now all they have are bullet points, right? This happens. This happens. This happens. Versus the books, which were this insane source material. So the detail and the little intricate plot twists and the things they could focus on and do and the storylines they could, you know, develop. Whole different story. Now it's just like, this happens, then this happens, then this happens, then this and happens. It's just, everything you knew was going to happen. Just, just happening. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah, and it's like you're kind of just watching the ending as opposed to yeah. the whole show where you were just surprised. It is interesting, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's there's a lot of uh, there's a lot. Oh, it's of very interesting. interesting. And, and it's a great watch, but it's almost like, I don't know, people out there... You know, they, it reminds me of fish. Like, you know, you, you don't play Fluffhead every night. You know, you can't just have the dragons come every episode. It, it sort of was but like this so exciting was, to well, see listen, them, listen, and now listen. it's just like every episode. Well, with the yeah, dragons because they're and, full grown. I know and, people and love it, but well, it, it starts to take away from the impact. That's true, but I'll say this. The show has every different potential plot twist online, people guessing, right? So that's all the the online communities are, is everybody guessing all of these different plot twists. So inevitably, everybody has gotten something at some point in time, except almost never had we ever seen the wall would be brought down by an ice-breathing dragon. So, Right, well, did anybody know that there was going to be an ice-breathing dragon? No. That, okay. That was, that, that, that was a stunner. That was clearly... Even when he was pulling that thing out of the water, I wasn't like, oh, this is gonna, he's going to turn it. The, the, I, I didn't even know why he was doing it. Like, why is he bothering is with this? St- it still makes like, absolutely boom. no sense. I mean, all right, I, I guess the argument is 
Jon Snow is such a virtuous, a virtuous man that he wanted to have everybody in King's Landing alive to fight the ultimate battle and didn't want to wipe them out with the Dothraki army and the, you know, the dragons and just burn them alive and there goes all of King's Landing and all of humanity and then, you know, then they go fight. But that cost them the dragon because why are you trying to convince Cersei that there's dead people in the first place instead of just beating her and then going to fight whatever's left? You know, instead, they have to go through that exhausting thing. Danny's got to rescue them, got to bring the ice dragon in. It, you know, the ice dragon would have never been there. <laughs> yeah, it makes no <laughs> sense. You know, so it's just a huge... When in doubt, burn Cersei. You know what I mean? Take care of that first. That, that, it's, before you, you know, worry you're, about... You're sending Tyrion to negotiate. But now the wall's just, not there, so it's like, forget right. it. Now you really got a problem. Well, it's, you know, we'll see. But, I mean, the the ultimate irony in my mind I is... also was very down on Littlefinger's demise. It, 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 that it, happened quick. Yeah, like, <laughs> I just... Well, it was, you know, look, he he, he thought he was getting on over so on the poorly whole time. Written, putting that whole thing sister to bad. sister, oh. eh, you know. Whatever. We could go on forever, folks, about Game of Thrones. We should do our own podcast about it, but we're not going to. Well, I'll just say the summer passed as fast as that season. Yeah. Well, this is, <laughs> it's probably the last you'll hear us uh, speak of it on the Quizzo Trivia podcast. But we're back with you for another episode. Episode 21, Nick. Ace is up. 21. So if you're an Atlantic City person, that's uh, certainly the... Blackjack. You know, right, right. That's the, hap- <laughs> the happy number to hit that few of you ever hit, because why would they be able to build such large, wonderful casinos if you were hitting it all the time? So well, there, there's a there's a flaw with blackjack, which is, and I don't think people necessarily realize it when they sit down and they put their money on the table. Okay, the flaw with black blackjack is if you break, okay, right, and the dealer breaks, right, the dealer wins, right, <laughs> and that's that's why they got the odds. Sure. So you're sitting down at a game against a guy, yeah, who if you tie, you tie. Mm-hmm. If he wins, he wins. If you win, you win. Yeah, but, but if, if you, you both, both lose, break, you lose. He wins. Right. So they tell you you got to hit at 16. So unless you pull a, an ace, a two, a three, or a four, or a five, you're breaking. You just have to get lucky. Yeah. Well, you <laughs> that's, have to, that's all it is. You have to quit when you're ahead. Well, it's easier said than done. Uh, but that's sort of how I don't, uh, I don't know the first thing about gambling or gambling strategy. Like, I know how to play poker because I like that as a social experience. But I don't oh, really, yeah, it's also I kind don't of really like there's sport it. in it. I yeah, feel yeah, like. yeah, there is. There is. It's competition. You're trying to, you know, figure stuff out. But but as far as, like, just throwing your odds on a game like that, I don't know. <laughs> but uh, if you're going to do it, I would say do it at the trial. If you now. live down here, it's probably very good for your overall health to just not casino game. Yeah, but there's a lot of stuff to do, at least, like, if you go to the Trop, there's, you know, tons of restaurants, shops, oh, yeah. nightlife, well, we've got, all we've kinds got of different better stuff. better food in this area, I feel like, than almost anywhere. Yeah, like, absolutely. Barring maybe a major city. Like, like Vegas, you know, that has an insane amount of everything because of the same, yeah, the and, same reasons. Yeah, and New York, Philly, Baltimore, I mean, you know, you have great food in cities, but barring any place that has, you know, not, you know, tons of traffic, our food's the best. Yeah, I'm going to actually start you off with something that's coming up. It's coming up for me um, as far as, like, an event, and, and I found this very, very interesting in terms of research. So I'm going to ask you this question. Colorado, Texas, California, or New Jersey, what state is home to the oldest continuously week, uh, the continuous weekly rodeo in the United States of America? Cowtown, baby. Cowtown, New Jersey, folks. Yeah. Is that where Jewel met her uh, ex-husband? Is it? No. <laughs> 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 but can you believe that the rodeo culture – the oldest continuous rodeo in the United States of America is in southern New Jersey, in well, Cowtown. People who refer to New Jersey as the armpit of America 
think of like the suburbs of New York and northern. They think of New that Jersey. fifteen mile stretch as you're going over. Uh, you're coming from Newark Airport into New York City. <laughs> yes, that's so Which is the new yeah the New Jersey Turnpike. Snow. Sure. And it's just surrounded by industry, and you're yep. like, how do people live? Yeah, in like this? rusted and then you bridges. Hear like, right, you hear like Bruce Springsteen songs, and you're like, oh man, living's hard. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like I mean? they just drive their cars all night. And... Right. It's just, but the <laughs> truth no, is that it's just not the case. Like if you go the rest of the state, the state's gorgeous. It's called the Garden yeah, State. Our for nickname a reason. is the Garden State. Right. Like towns like Preston, Best. and then you get, but Cowtown is something else because if you go on Route 40, the oldest road in America, uh, which is just that that road is just ridiculous in terms of its history and sure. what it has all across the country. But if you go on Route 40, you hit this place called Cowtown, USA. In New Jersey, and what what what's the actual town it's in? Is it near uh, Woodstown? Uh, or oh, it's, it's something Wood something. It, it's really really. It's close. got that high school that looks like it was out of. Yeah, uh, I feel like it's. I feel you know, like Back it's, to the uh, Future Woodstown. or like. A, I'll find out real quick, but um, I don't. I don't know why it's Woodstown doesn't sound right to me, but it, maybe it is. I don't know. Well, it's it, Wood but, something. <laughs> Wood something. And it's not where McGreevy was the governor. That's a different. I mean, Robert McGreevy was the uh, mayor of. That was another Woodbine. Is that where Wood he's from? Woodbine. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it's in Piles Grove, apparently. Piles Grove. But it's, right. no, it's his. Uh, yeah, it's located in Piles Grove, New Jersey, and Woodstown, New Jersey. Oh, so it is Woodstown. Yeah, okay. So at, uh, at Woodstown High School, Grant Harris and his family have been running the rodeo every Saturday night in the summer months since 1955, when it was first staged as a weekly event. It was started in 1929. Okay. So I mean. That's pretty incre- That's pretty impressive. Sure. So we also have a, a drive-in uh, movie theater somewhere in South Jersey, folks. So if you're into like some Jeez, I don't crazy think I've been to a drive-in movie theater since I was maybe like seven years old or, or something. Old, right? yeah, I didn't yeah. even know there was one. Yeah, it's crazy. Sorry, right, throw one back at me as uh, as you know, just to reset the uh, the game itself. Nick and I throw trivia questions at each other, which you are going to see in the Quizzo Trivia game being played at bars all across the country. QuizzoTrivia.com. Shameless plug. And uh, you could check out bars near you. Or All right, so we got Labor Day coming up. It's a certainly do. What are they called? Federal holidays, right? Uh, can you tell me the two months with the most federal holidays? What two months have the most federal holidays? Two months with the most federal holidays. So I'm going to go with January. You're correct. Okay. And, and the reason, obviously, is you got New Year's Day, but I think you also got President's Day, or. Uh, what, what's what's not what president is not, in not February. president's uh, day, but uh, what's the what am I missing besides Martin Luther King? Martin Luther King Day. That's right. That's right. I knew there was a second Monday in January that uh, uh, that, that they get off. I mean, whoever set these February. up, it's like perfect because you have the holidays and then, you know, three more weeks and then you get a three day weekend. So you feel like you got to go do something. And then another month later, you've got presidents. So there's another break. Then I want to go with like November. Yeah. All right. Yeah, you got, you got thanks- him. I figure because he got Thanksgiving. Sure. Uh, and then um, what else is there? Yeah, something else. Uh, yeah, I assume there is. Uh, it ain't Columbus Day. I know that. But uh, what, what, what's the other uh, one on so November? I'm so glad you brought up Columbus Day because that's where I was heading with all of this. <laughs> For how much longer <laughs> is there going to be a Columbus <laughs> yeah, Day? Did you, see, did you see they voted in L.A. to get rid of Columbus uh, Day? Not a surprise. Oh, my gosh. They're replacing it with Indigenous Peoples Day. <laughs> and the vote, it, it was... The city council voted, right? There's 15 people on the city council. God, you think it was, a, what, 8-7? Like, Maybe 9-6? No, all, all in. 14-1. to one. Oh, Who's the one? <laughs> that, that person's car. The last person. 
Yeah. What a brain left on the city council uh, in L.A. Well, you, you know Nick and his uh, conservative <laughs> leaning. Suddenly we turn into a talk show. But uh, <laughs> Getting rid of Columbus Day on me. Well, it's just, you know, I, I mean, look, the, the bottom line is almost all characters like that throughout history living in the time that they did were so flawed in terms of just overall view. But you can only observe that in hindsight. You can't observe it as far as what they did then. So you can't also take away every achievement that they did. Yeah, the world was not a perfect place up until uh, the millennials were, bro- having, were born. Having said that, kind of on the side of the indigenous people on this holiday because they got screwed pretty bad yeah, but in this whole thing. Yeah. Why do we have to take away Columbus Day? Well, why do we have to have Columbus to one. Day? <laughs> he <laughs> well, discovered America. Yeah, that's, well, that's arguable, too. They thought too. that the world was flat and the guy sailed that, a boat. That's a complete lie. By the way, that's a total lie. That was that was only done. I'm actually gonna. I'm glad you brought that up because the myth that Columbus, the world was flat in 1492. That's what they thought. Widely dispelled. That came from the voyages of Christopher Columbus, an American author who wrote that book about the journey, and this was in the 1800s. And he created that part as a you know selling point for what they thought they were going to go to All right, but you're not saying it was not brave for him to take three ships and sail to where no one had you know no one knew what was on the other side of that sure. ocean but you know it's heading in that direction though at least the redskins get to keep their name <laughs> yeah how is that so offensive there is a school in, like in maryland a private school that banned redskins paraphernalia of any kind uh in protest that's in in the maryland suburbs so you know that that's starting as well. All right, let me let me throw another one at you, and uh, we'll see. I, I'm going to go with a totally light subject, the lighthearted subject that hopefully isn't uh, offensive or politically charged. <laughs> <laughs> go for it. Who was known as the king of Mambo, Nick? Who was known as the king of Mambo? Hmm. The king of Mambo, not Mambo number five. Lou Bega. <laughs> yeah, that's right. A little bit of Monica. The king of Mambo. That's Boy. been a good question, though. We've had Lou Bega, Mambo number five. Name the women that are mentioned. Oh in that yeah, song. Is there eight women. Yeah, or something like that. There's pretty. There's a pretty healthy list there. All right, the king of Mambo. I, I feel as if when you say it, I'm gonna know it, but nothing's ringing a bell. Uh, do I even have a guess at this? Mambo. Oh man, I don't know. Nothing. Tito Puente. Puente. <laughs> <laughs> Good one. Yeah, there you go. I figured uh, his name has not been brought up in the in the Quizzo world in quite some time. No, and, no, uh, I was not digging anywhere close to No, nah, but I like Tito, Tito Puente. Puente. Good one. <laughs> it's a good one. All right, so throw one back at me, and then if you want, we'll move on to uh sports. All right, enough of that lighthearted stuff. <laughs> Great. Two for 10, all three for 20. Name the costliest nat- natural disasters in U.S. history. Two for ten. All Enough three of that lighthearted stuff. Let's let's bring up tragedy. As the Houston floods are natural disasters washing in away US the history. The uh, Doctor Mark Addicts, a shout out to the doctor on our show, told me a story. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you about the Houston uh, tragedy. The floods going down there. His his buddy was there. and He's got a concealed weapon. He was driving to go like uh, get his friend's house like situated, pull some stuff out of it or whatever, some valuables there's this whole gang of people on a dump truck, right? And they pull up to an area, and the guy goes, I'm a cop. Levy's going to break. You guys got to get in the back of the dump truck. Like, nobody allowed in this area. 
So the guy like looks at this group that's sitting in the back of a dump truck. And he's like, "These do not they look, look like, like cops." <laughs> so he like says to the guy, "Let me see your, uh, you know, your, your badge." And the guy's like, "I don't have my badge with me." He's like, "You know, we, we've been out all day." The guy's like, "Well, let me speak to your dispatcher." And the guy's like, "Ah, dispatch radio's broken." So suddenly that guy like flashes his piece. So this guy, you know, immediately goes for his piece too, and he goes, "Look, man, I am a cop." So, like, he was bluffing. He's not a cop. He's like, I am a cop. I know you're not a cop. You better put that away and get out of here as fast as you can. And then, like, in the distance, some other guy called and, like, said, police are on their way. And, like, they apparently called the police. But these guys were, they got arrested, were parked at, like, a Walmart parking lot, and were looting wealthy neighborhoods that were flooded out, bringing all this stuff back in the dump truck and then transporting it to vans and driving it away. Nothing like a natural disaster to bring out the best (laughs) in criminals. Can you believe, like, it's like, but you imagine, like, it. running into that guy. It's like <laughs> Mad Max. Post-apocalyptic. Yeah. It's crazy. So, I don't know. Just, like, you know, get a dump truck. I don't know what the lesson there is. Except the lesson <laughs> is to get a gun. All right. So, uh, you know, I'm <laughs> going go Kat- to go with Katrina as being on the list. Was, okay. Was, Katrina's on the list. Uh, so, we're looking for two or three. No, you, yeah, two for ten, all three for 20. Okay. Uh, Sandy. Sandy's on the list. Andrew? Nope. Is it this? Is it yeah. Harvey? Yeah, Harvey's okay. now well, number one. I, I didn't one. know if you would be able to even count this because you... because I guess they figures. estimated it okay. at $80 yeah, yeah, billion yeah. and put it at number one. So Harvey's going to be number one, number two, Katrina, and number three, Sandy. So I didn't... Yeah, I did know it. It's, uh, and I feel bad because right before this hit, we just did the hurricane names round, like, randomly yeah. because it was hurricane season. Yeah, you know how sometimes you'll put somebody in the picture round and, and they'll they turn die. up dead, like, two <laughs> weeks later, yeah, and then you do the like, hurricane round I, I, in I, August? I, I, and I, I feel like not only do th- does that happen, it happens way too frequently <laughs> yeah. for my tastes. Like, it's, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's kind of like I almost like sometimes feel bad I, talking about Sometimes I know that show. you've done it the week before, and it'll be, like, Tuesday, and I'll be looking at it, and somebody died like the day before and I'm like, like eh, no, no, he no, did this, this is, last week. I did this weeks ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That that happens way too much. So I don't know if you're alive, Tito Puente, but <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you, don't you, the, you don't want to be in the I picture. I feel bad. <laughs> Just wanna, yeah, exactly. No harm. My, my bad. Uh, all right. Why don't we move on to the sports? Do you want, so, uh, am I going to give you one more? Or are we gonna yeah, go ahead. Give me one more. All right, let's do one more general knowledge, and then we will move on to the sports. I want to see kind of how – this is one of my gauges of, like, how easy is this? Yeah. Um, and by the way, I just got to tell people that uh, William Herschel discovered Uranus. That's all I got to tell you. I'm sneaking that in there. Okay. okay. I'm sneaking that in Uranus. The William Herschel and we know methane what gas. Causes it blue to turn it's, blue. To, it's coming there, – there's another Uranus coming right at you. Okay. Um, what is the Italian word for bartender? Barista. Yeah, all right. So you were right on top of that. How many people do you think know that? I just know it, but I don't. I don't know. It's hard for me to gauge. Yeah. I think you can maybe work it out, or so. I, I don't know. I think people think of a barista as a coffee bartender. Yes, not and that, and the that's Italian my point. word in, in, in the United States. I, I think like maybe they think that's like a made-up word. Like yes, you know, like, uh, like Haagen-Dazs or or whatever Starbucks calls their sizes. Do you remember, do you remember what Volkswagen call, uh, calls the joy of driving? Perfect nougat. Perfect. My favorite words ever. I think that's coming up in a in a future where I might have that one for next week as well. But um, all right. what do they call the joy of falsifying admissions? The Volkswagen. Oh, did you see that guy? Oh yeah, he's going to jail for a little while. Yeah, I did. I was like, is that an actual <laughs> word? Because that's funny. Because that's a good joke, though. That was, that was right on point. All right, uh, moving on to sports. Throwing some sports trivia at you. Uh, let's see if I got I got something that. Uh, what was golfer Frank Zeller's nickname? 
Golfer Frank Zeller. Oh, Fuzzy Zeller. Fuzzy Zeller, yes. He's a big fan of uh, chicken dinner. (laughs) Was that him? (laughs) Poor guy, yes. (laughs) Poor guy. That guy's the biggest idiot of all time. What a horrible comment. He he said probably the stupidest thing I have ever heard in my entire life. Do you remember who was it? Yeah, so I'm I'm thinking this was back in, was it 97 when Tiger won? Yeah, something pretty early on in his career, but it was probably so. Tiger won the Masters. The most racially insensitive and, guess, and stupid. I guess thing. when you win the Masters, the following year, do they have a dinner the That's night before? Correct. Yeah, and so you they, get to pick the dinner. So they interviewed Fuzzy, and he's like, "I guess we're having fried chicken for dinner." He said, "I guess we're having fried chicken, collard greens, or whatever those people eat for dinner." Oh, jeez! He threw a those those people. people, folks. We're giving you a life lesson here. <laughs> Don't ever utter the two words, those people, Brutal. ever, not come off for well. any group, ever. Even if it's a group you're referring to that are right in front of you, you can point to. Don't ever say, those people. One it's, of the greatest was, uh, it's Sergio Garcia at some point followed up years later with another stupid comment about Tiger. Yeah, you can get away with the... the, the so, you know how people yell barrier, like Baba Booey or yeah, hit him with the high net golf? Sure, of course. So I'm watching, like... Sergio teeing off. I think he was in the lead of one of the majors. You know, like last day, he's on the first hole and he tees off, and somebody goes, Fried chicken. It was great. Oh, Lord. So that yeah. was yeah, instead of a Baba Booey. And if you don't know <laughs> what Baba Booey is, that's, uh, you know, the story behind Baba Booey. I don't know if we've ever talked about it on this show. Well, I know the like, story, but. Uh, yeah, of course. For the, so, for the public Baba audience. Booey, who is Gary Delabate. Yep. Once, once referred to as Gary Delabate because he even changed oh, yeah. the, <laughs> the pronunciation. For a while he was Delabate. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, on his MTV interview, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gary yeah, Delabate. That's right. Uh, so he said his favorite cartoon character was Baba Booey. Yeah. And Bob, it's Baba Louie. Right. He collected, like, cartoon character uh, character drawings. Drawings, yeah. Right. So he said, I got this. That's Woody I Woodpecker, this, man. I got this Baba. <laughs> that's Woody Woodpecker. <laughs> It's, from it's La Bob from La Bamba. <laughs> That's absolutely true. Woody, Woody Woodpecker, Woodpecker. Man. Uh, Yeah, yeah. So he, so he, um, he, he said Baba Bowie instead of Baba Louie. Uh, and that's how he got that nickname. Yeah, so then a, it just became a like nickname. a shout out to Howard Stern fans all over the place by screaming. The Baba funny part Bowie. is, it's about like you're being an idiot. Yeah, and he's embraced it to this yeah, point, and it's do? like you know. Now, and that's the other thing. No, like, hit him with the hind. Like his which book is was called "They Call too. Me Baba Boot. Right. Hit him with the hind is not about him being about John Hahn being an idiot at all. It has it's about to him being that. low energy. Yeah, I guess lethargic. <laughs> yeah, hit him with the hind. <laughs> like the hind takes five minutes to walk from one room to the other. Oh, <laughs> oh that's rough. All right, let's uh, throw a sports one at me, and then I will uh, go back. All right. So, forget who was talking last week. I heard somebody bring up this topic, and I wanted your opinion on it. Who is the greatest coach in sports history? I think the universal common is Vince Lombardi. Okay. Like, from my perspective, like, how far Vince Lombardi goes, I was just telling you a couple uh, podcasts ago about uh, reading a book about the All Blacks, the New Zealand uh, national rugby team, and all the coaching quotes that come in the first chapter are Vince Lombardi. (laughs) So, it's like... The guy transcends. Oh yeah, I mean, me, me being a Packers fan, you don't have to sell me on Vince Lombardi, right? Um, uh, and he did. I it think first. The, the thing that made me think of it was this guy was calling uh, Bill Belichick yeah, the greatest I mean, coach the greatest in history, modern coach, without even really giving it any thought. And so I was like, all right, well, let's let's you know go through the short list, and then 
That's it's better than Bill Walsh. So I had to go. I had to, I had to look at this guy here. Okay, John. Wooden. Of the twenty times that Phil Jackson coached a team, right. an NBA team, yep. how many times did they make the playoffs? The twenty seasons he coached in the NBA. Twenty. Twenty for twenty. Yeah, he's that, never missed the playoffs. I knew that. That's unbelievable. Yeah. Well, that's why the Knicks were like, "Hey, how about you coach us?" How many years since the Knicks have been to the playoffs? Uh, I mean. They're, they're, <laughs> it's been a decade. They're a train wreck. They, or maybe they made it once in a decade and uh, got out of easily. Just, but. just you don't want to be a team that I root for. The Brewers I mean, 20, are, the, are doing 20. the best of any team that I root for right now. If that gives you any idea of where I'm at uh, from a sports, uh, yeah, fan didn't they standpoint. just make a splash with a trade? Yeah, they 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 picked up another arm. So that's, uh, is that what it know, was? Yeah, a good one. But uh, you know, we'll we'll see what happens. Uh, I mean, the Dodgers are, but we took two or three from Dodgers in L.A. Yeah. And we're, we're a half game up in the wild card now. So if the season ended today, we would make the playoffs. So it's, you know, it's the stretch run. And we do have a nice minor league system. So now that the rosters expand, I think we're going to get a little bit of a bump, you know, with some depth coming up and, and hopefully some kids that – because we have one of the most heralded well, – Baseball is all systems. about momentum. Yeah. So yeah. you get hot. Who knows? We, you know, we, we took a couple from the Dodgers. We also have beaten uh, the Cardinals. I mean, as dominant as the Cubs were last year. Sure. It took them extra innings in Game Seven of the World Series to beat the Cleveland Indians. You know what I mean, it's, uh, it's like you just—you never know. Can you believe that that actually happened? <laughs> now, nah, almost all last year seemed fake. <laughs> really, it's like a like plot overtime in the Super Bowl. You oh, know, just the, ridiculous. The, the baseball oh, extra innings a, in Game Seven. This is a segue. Look at the segue, folks. LeBron what, in what, Game Seven. What coming baseball back from team? 3-1. Nick, what baseball team won the second most World Series games in history? Oh boy! So we obviously know who the first. So it's is. not the series. Not it's not the series. Right? The Yankees have won the most. No, so second this most is... World Series in history. Oh, titles. Okay, yeah, yeah, not titles. games. Okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. So it's, I, I'm pretty sure I know this. The St. Louis Cardinals. St. Louis Cardinals. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. I Go for St. Louis, man. It's a yeah. great baseball town. It's an unheralded franchise. I think. I you know that's something I think sports trivia people know, but I don't know. How oh many yeah, people I don't think the common that. person would know that. But they're the National League's best. Yeah. Team. And they're just always good. Like, when I saw them on the schedule coming up for the Brewers, we, we had a, a good series against them, but I, I get fear in my heart. <laughs> See, like, the games oh, no. threw me off because of all the times the Dodgers have gone and lost. Yes. But I wasn't sure if they no, had no, no. won the second the most, most amount series. of games. No, yeah, no, no. Okay. Car- I think the Cardinals have a pretty healthy lead. They're still like 9 or 10 behind the Yankees. The, but I want to say the Cardinals have won 12 or more World Series. Yeah, some, the Yankees are like 26. Yeah, they're just, you know, an ungodly amount. And, uh, our fact checker can get us the actual numbers, and we'll remember them. I'm sure we could look it up real quick, but it's it's I would, un- unimportant for the yeah, conversation. Twenty six or twenty seven. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, throw one back at me, and then I'll uh, give you one more before we move on to geography history. All right. So uh, next Thursday. Next Thursday. Tom takes the field. Tom Brady at forty years old. Okay. True or false? There has never been a forty year old to start a playoff game at quarterback. False. You're right. It's false. Blanda? Nope. Who? Favre. Wow, Brett was 40. Brett's the only 40-year-old to start a playoff game. From Minnesota. So what do you think? Does Tom make it? The whole season? Does he start a playoff game and become the second 40-year-old? Oh, that's interesting. Um, Well, he's on my fantasy team now, so uh, no. I'm going to (laughs) say he's most likely going to go down pretty early. You think Thursday? (laughs) Who's that pass rusher? Houston on Kansas City? Here's the greatest curse 
for for what's going to happen. Because if that does happen, it's still oh, going to end up oh, being Jimmy Garoppolo. Oh, here's the curse. Garoppolo. Garoppolo wins the Super Bowl. Right. And you got 10 more years of Belichick. Right. <laughs> Garoppolo. Right. <laughs> So like oh, there's, God, there's, no. there's no, <laughs> no. There, and please you, no. you know the last time he was out they went three and one they lost Garoppolo and then Brissett came in and it was like I'll win I don't care yeah like no problem <laughs> no problem you know what I'm saying like it's it is a never ending pit of misery for for you you can't the only thing I can hang my hat on is that they didn't beat the Giants that year to be the best team of all time undisputed oh you can't right and say a word no I mean that the Giants saved. Football, because you would never happening. get as good as that team ever, no matter what you did. Even yeah, that if you... eighteen in one team, it's like that blemish is just uh, yeah remarkable, right. and, it, it, and it's just like and it came. In yeah, a you hair. can't get to that greatest team of all time talk without the Super Bowl. You got to do that first and foremost. Sure, anything else you do no. before that, is, is forget totally it. Totally irrelevant, and it's so funny too, because like in you know world soccer, that's completely the opposite. They put like almost no stake in like the trophy. Uh, chase for like the playoff chase that they have that's its own separate tournament. Yeah, it's except in the Champions League. One of the reasons it's so hard for me to. Well, the World Cup and the Champions League final, that's playoff structure. Right? So that's single knockout. I think you could get behind that, that single elimination. But the idea that, like, you know, because you beat Burnley in February (laughs) and you you win the title based on the number of points you got from games like that, doesn't, like, that would mean that the. Seattle Mariners of 2000 were the greatest baseball team of all time. Right. What did they win? 116 games? Yeah, 117, I think. Maybe 116 or 117. Something like that. Yeah, I think it's 116. Yep. Uh, But again, yeah, totally not the case. All right. So let me give you a a final one. And this is, uh, I'm going to throw in the Sports 101 uh, category. Because uh, you're uh, wait, is it my turn to give you one? Yeah, I just gave you Tom Terrific. Of course, of course. Could be 40 and all that. Absolutely. All right. So. When I say Sports 101, this is, like, one of those things that's just, like, in sports trivia lore and kind of always has a place uh, to dig up more questions here. So, what Kentucky basketball player's name was made infamous by the Portland Trailblazers when they drafted him over Michael Jordan? So, there's two guys drafted over Michael Jordan. Yep, I got it. You know who the first one was. Let's talk right. about that before we get The first one is I mean, a great pick, Hall of Fame center, Elijah one. And he won championships. Right. So there's nothing you could say. He, it did take Jordan retiring. Uh, retiring for two years in the middle of his... Uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> you didn't, you didn't watch any of those uh, Knicks series. Yeah, yeah, did no. you? I, I, was at, I was at every one of them. Yeah. <laughs> I was at every one of them. Don't worry about I was it. like, I, I, I left the garden that one night thinking for sure I was going to be, you know, our team was going to so be... So better pro, champions. Ewing or Elijah one? Probably Elijah one because he got Elijah the titles, got the rings, or just... head to head. Yeah, beat him head to head. I mean, yeah. it was the supporting cast that let Ewing down that year. Starks' game and oh, didn't uh, he go like over? It's like four for seventeen or something for, and we lost by like one point. Yeah, on the road, game six. Anyhow, because uh, what happened was we lost the first two, we won the next three, then we lost the last two. <laughs> yeah. So everybody held court, and it was just Starks' minimal difference, minimal difference that uh, that did it there, but. You know, I still love the guy, and he he did give me the greatest moment of my life with that dunk that he did over Jordan and Pippen. So that was that was probably the uh, the highlight of being a Knicks fan. Um, so Olajuwon went one, and I don't think anybody really knocks that pick. No. Yep. But uh, Sam Bowie. Sam Bowie. <laughs> Sam Bowie. <laughs> Sounds like a drink, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah Dram Bowie. Can I get it's some, a, can I get some it, Sam Bowie? Yeah, it's a, a Dram Bowie. It's right. A, it's a liquor. It's exactly right. So, yeah, Sam Bowie, number two pick in the draft. Now, the reason why they drafted him uh, was because of a guy by the name of? 
Clyde Drexler. Clyde Drexler. Clyde that they thought Clyde. was too similar of a player, player to, Michael, to Jordan. Michael Jordan. Yep. And I'll uh, take Clyde in. Uh, did, yeah. did Clyde win with that Houston team too? Was he on that Houston team? No. I think he. I, who, who was on that Houston team with uh, with uh, with Olajuwon? Yeah, Drexler was on that '95 team. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So he played with them from '95 to '98. Well, it should have been Portland. What can I tell you? <laughs> <laughs> Don't feel bad. <laughs> you can only have the greatest basketball player of all time. That's a good lesson that, like, even if you got a guy at a similar position. Yeah, sure. Draft a guy. All right. Uh, let's move on. Geography, history, and then we got entertainment to finish up the Quizzo podcast. Um, I had a whole bunch of, uh, of interesting uh, geography history this week, which is actually, you know, I think one of the more underrated rounds of our game because you, if you're going to learn something, like, that's kind of the round to focus in on really learning something. And come in, what I always like to tell people is come away with something that you really find interesting and, like, let that stick with you. It's great conversation. You know, Quizzo becomes something you could use at the water cooler at work or at parties or whatever and just, like, you know, find well, that thing. Well, it's interesting you say that because I think geography history is the one that people don't water cooler. Yeah, but about. that's, but and, that's and the and one that's what that makes, makes it you, tough. That's what makes you... It definitely. Smart. I always feel like round so round five in our game is geography history, and to me, it separates the men from the boys. No question. So let's let's separate the men from the boys here and see if you can get a date question because I know these are always tough. You know, pinpointing a year. It's not just like a fact that you know, but this is a good one. George Washington, who's still on the dollar bill right now, for now, for now, uh, became the first United States president in what year? Okay, this is a good one, and I should know this. But it's not jumping out at me. Not an easy question. No, it's not. And I think but you're, you're going to get a lot of people that write the same wrong I do answer. think I know, or at least I have something I'm leaning towards, but it seems late. All right. So, you know, we could start with 1776 as being the Declaration of Independence. So sure. we know that. Yep. And then they fought the revolution and had to tie all that up. And it so was not televised. You're easily... I mean, I know it's one of the the years of the 1780s. You're in the, you are, in fact, in the right decade, which is a good thing. And I also know that Thomas Jefferson made the Louisiana Purchase in 1803. All right. So now you're pinpointing the years here. And I know that John Adams was also a president he in between, was. but only for four years. And I do know that good old... George spent two terms, so we've got to go 12 years, plus Jefferson. So I'm going to say, with all the confidence in the world, <laughs> Wait, this is... 1789. You got it. Yeah, baby. Oh, that was... And that's how you do it, people. <laughs> If you did, I don't even know what to say. About that. <laughs> you just, I think you were just trying to mess with the minds of the audience, and you had the date the whole time. I do, you know, one of the bits that I love when Stern does, and I don't want to, you know, steal his bit, but I love when he just pretends to be a total idiot at math. <laughs> it's like if you carry the two and if you multiply that by forty, it, it, it's four hundred and sixty-five. <laughs> he like gives an absurd answer to a, like a simple question. But, uh, you know, good comedy there. Yeah, 1789, George Washington, who is still on the dollar bill as of this podcast. For how much longer, we do not know. But uh, he was president of the United States. All right, throw one at me, and then I'll uh, give you one more. I actually got a great one next one up. And then we're going to do the mailman segment, which we have missed for 
multiple weeks in a row. My apologies to him, but uh, we're going to get his, uh, okay. his questions out there. So see if you can tell me what Italian city is known as the fashion capital of the world. Boy, I'm so happy you asked me that question because, like, I have an Italian question. <laughs> oh, do you really? <laughs> to follow that up with. Oh, that's funny because I, I had a question so, about uh, the U.S. in the 1800s. So I, I, so I switched the, gears the to the fashion capital of the world is Milan. Yes. Italy. Too easy with the Italian or cut the no. Italian out? And no, just just, go... I'm good at world football and AC Milan and international now. Okay. Because like, so I, I feel I like if a... you leave the Italian out, do people think New York City or London? I mean, I don't know. No. Milan's, I think... That's a great question. And it's world famous, so you know, that's what it's very stylistic. Yeah, so Prada. I know Prada is Milan. Probably my favorite scene ever in National Lampoon's European Vacation is when they go on the shopping spree in Italy, and I think they're doing like putting on the Ritz, and like Clark is getting dressed, and they come out wearing these ridiculous outfits, but they think they're like, <laughs> you know, they're just like hot, you know, whatever. Uh, but it, like, go back and watch the end of that scene and see what. Oh, dude, they it's end so funny! Like, oh, that was so uh, fantastic. I was in Italy for my honeymoon. Yep. And I go into some store. Okay. And now you know people who know me. I'm known for wearing like what, cargo shorts, sneakers, <laughs> t-shirts, comfortable casual. When it comes wear. to when it comes to fashion, right? You know, I'm not somebody that comes to mind. So I walk into this store, and the guy's like, "Oh, you're Italian?" You know, like speaking English, but he's like, "You know, are you Italian?" And I'm like. Half Italian, and he's like, "Oh, you look Italian." <laughs> and I was like, I-, "I don't know what this guy's saying, but like, where I come from, if I look like this guy, I get beat up." <laughs> he was wearing shoes that had like points at the end. Right, and just it was like, like uh, you know, a little too funny. everything tight and <laughs> too tucked in, and yeah, I was yeah like, it's just too. Fashionable. I'm in the wrong store. Oh, that's all. That's all I know. I too like, fashionable. Too I like, fashionable. I ended up, I think, buying a belt while I was in Italy. <laughs> <laughs> get this nice Italian belt. I like that though. Um, how many sovereign states are located in Italy, Nick? How many sovereign states are located inside the borders of Italy? All right, I think I know this. Okay. I think there's two. There are two. Do you happen to know what they are? Yes. Yeah, so Vatican City That's one. is a sovereign state. Yep. And uh, second one's a tougher one. Yeah, I, I know it, though. It's uh, San Marino. You got it. One of my favorite stories because, you know, not only are they a sovereign state, they have their own soccer team. They have their own international soccer team. Oh, do they? Team, and they compete. I've never heard and of them. And they like, have never won. And sure. Every player is like a halftime player. How many people are living there? The butchers, the goalie. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Like, it's it's like that. <laughs> so it's. Yeah, I don't but, know much about the but, like, they, area. They, ha- they but... play like games against like Italy. And oh, they, boy. they play games against England. It's like England, San Marino, and it's like seven nothing England. <laughs> you huh. know, and you're like, good for those boys, only getting. Yeah, now, now I feel like I have a soccer team I can root for. No, it's a, it's a good story, and like I always thought that that country should you just, just need be one like, Pele to be born in San Marino, and then all of a sudden that's what I'm you, you get like, something you know, there. Turn turn yourselves into a soccer culture. You could do better. Just make your whole country about that. Figure out a way forward. I don't know. I like it so. San Marino and of course Vatican City, the two sovereign states located in Italy. All right, let's move on. To entertainment, I'm going to start you off with an entertainment question. I got a lot of good ones in this round as well. What band was formed by the son and grandson of Motown founder Barry Gordy? Hmm, that is a good question. What band was formed by the son and grandson of Motown founder Barry Gordy? So there's two trivia questions because we just gave you the Motown founder is Barry Gordy, and mm-hmm. you're going to see that later on in a future that quiz. I knew. The yes. To. Yes. This I don't. But. I will at least give it a guess. So the son and grandson? Yep. So their last name has to be Gordy also then, right? Theoretically. So I need two Gordys in a band. Hmm. 
two cordies in the band. <laughs> I, I've got nothing. Nothing is helping me anywhere. So I am going to save the listener's time and say the Temptations. Nope. L-M-F-A-O. Oh, jeez. I knew that. But they're, it's his uncle. What's that? It's his uncle. It's the grandson and the, and the son. But right. they're not father and son. No. It's his uncle. Yeah. Jeez, I, I did know that. But Dang, I was thinking. It does not say down, that they're. Yeah. It does not say that the grandson is the son. No, the, no. I mean, I was thinking that they. Right. I got gotcha. you. Yep. No, that's a good one, man. I did know that. Absolutely. Yeah, that's his it, uncle. That's what makes people think. Oh, well, it's what's a that father son name? band. He's got a great name. I don't know, but uh, <laughs> I'll tell you in a second. So he funny, he does name. have a great name, and I love guys that just are marketing geniuses like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, and their music is hilarious. Oh, it's fun. fantastic. <laughs> hey, did you hear that? I don't know if you've ever seen this, but like the, one of the Chipmunks movies, they do like the opening song. Red Foo and Sky Blue. Yeah, Red Foo. <laughs> With the crazy hair and all. He's awesome. <laughs> Red Foo and Sky Blue. What is that song called? Oh, It's like the beginning of the Chipmunks movie, and it's it's hilarious. I'm sexy and I know it. No, it's it's not one of their big... It's off the next album. They had a follow-up album. Right, right, right. Um I'm drawing a blank on what that. It's called like Wiggle, or something like that. Yeah, I think it's called Wiggle. I don't know. <laughs> Let's see, Juicy Wiggle. Yeah, the, yeah, the Juicy Wiggle. <laughs> juicy Wiggle. Yeah, yeah, check that out, people. People, if you yeah, got it's a, like, did Spotify. You have, did you ever see Kesha's uh, Simpsons opening? No. Oh, <laughs> I like these when I can show you something real quick. Okay. This is fantastic. Wake up in the morning feeling like pizza. Hey, what up, girl? Grab my glasses on out the door. <laughs> I'm gonna hit this city go. before I leave. Brush my teeth with a bite. How old is this? Not that old. Came out right when the song came out. Okay. I mean, if this doesn't get Seinfeld to give you a hug, I don't know. <laughs> How does Seinfeld not know who she is after this? This is this is Matt yeah, Groening. This is like he must have had a weird night that night when he decided to do this. Yeah, for those of you uh, who don't have the visual aid, go uh, go Google search Kesha Simpson's opener. You will thank me and come again. But they did a full open to this song. Nick is witness. Now, is this very rare for The Simpsons to yeah. do these? This, to this extent, yes. Okay. I mean, they. I know they switch up the beginning with yeah. what he's writing on the board. Yeah, and, stuff, yeah. but and that's where the. I, feel ins- like I haven't seen a lot of those. That's where the inspiration for this uh, Quizzo intros that we, you know, that we constantly run, just trying to keep it fresh and, and do interesting stuff. But you know, The Simpsons made a living at doing those crazy intros. But you know, they change little things like what Bart writes on the board every single time, and like you know exactly what they you know come into for that last scene. But I, there's very few full-on you know, right. things that they did. But I'm sure the first time I saw that, I was like, 
that's that was funny. Yeah, that, that definitely got me. So, um, all right, where were we? So we got an LMFAO. Yeah, um, yeah. I have a um, I have a entertainment uh, question courtesy of the mailman. All right, so great. You give let's me, let's do. Let's okay. do his, and then I will. Then we'll do yours. Okay. All right, because that'll work. I'll just get his in there. Elton John sang this song at Princess Di's funeral. Candle in the Wind. Yes. 1997. Right. That's right. Absolutely. Became so the best Princess Di just had her 20th anniversary. Yeah, that was 20 years ago. Yeah, we were freshmen so. in uh, college. We'd just gotten to college. Like One of the first things I remember yep. being at, uh, what was that place that you could go with your card and get fast food? Kimmel? Is that Kimmel. what that was called? Kimmel, yeah. Yeah, I think it was in Kimmel, and it was on the TV. Yep. It was like, oh. That's crazy, and he was. She was with uh, what was her her boyfriend's name? I don't time? remember. Yeah, he was like a billionaire or something. They got like chased down by the paparazzi or something. Yeah, I know there's a ton of uh, conspiracy theories of about all that, but because didn't did they recently just finalize their divorce? Something along those lines. But I never really, cared, you know, I don't care about the royal family at all. So <laughs> I don't really do much research on Sorry. it. Sorry, <laughs> sorry to those of you on the other side of the pond. <laughs> I'm no fan. Nick, Nick is, <laughs> Nick as far is, as I'm as Nick far as I'm just, concerned, we're still at war with you. <laughs> Nick is just deeply hurt U.S. British relations. I, on the other hand, am not at war with you. I very much like your culture. I'm so sorry. Uh, an apologist. All right, uh, let's uh, go. You throw one at me, and then I got uh, at least one more, and then we'll. All right, put so a, a I like this one here from 1999. To 2004. Okay. Oh, was it five years? Yep. Who won at least one Emmy, Golden Globe, or SAG, which is the Screen Actors Guild? From 1999 to 2004, who won at least one Emmy, Golden Globe, or SAG award? So every year during those five years? Yes, consecutively. Five straight years. And you're not giving me male or female? I'm not. Okay. I mean, if you need it, I can supply that, but it's one or the other. But if you think of like winning an Oscar two in a row, it's unheard of. I mean, it's been done. Hanks did it, but this is five in a row. Well, the the key is the way the question's worded because you wouldn't have included all of those different awards if they hadn't won those different awards. So then you got to start thinking, okay, well, who could have won an Emmy? Because that's probably the easiest to identify that would have also won a Golden Globe and the SAG. Right. So. <clears throat> That's that's what You're, makes it. That, that's that's the question. That's yeah. a, that's how you have to uh, pick it apart to kind of come up with the, the right answer. I'm not sure I'm going to get it, but like that's how I would go yeah. about doing it. Um, You're on the right track there. So let's see. Who was big on TV that really would have won an award, and would have also done it in the movies, but not in but not an Oscar. Well, see, here's the thing though: the Golden Globes awards TV, and so does Sex. Oh. Just so it's 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 drawing you to TV. You know, one of those medical dramas is probably where I would go uh, from. You know, do you want a clue? Yeah, sure. You love this show. Oh, interesting. Twenty four. I can't think of a lot of shows I liked in that during that time period. Yeah, but I mean, did Kiefer Sutherland win five years of it's, Emmy Awards? Like, like, is that possible? <laughs> I want it to be true for Jack Bauer. I'm I do. also pretty sure this was before 24. I mean, yeah, definitely 99 and 2004. Jeez, that, that entire time, as far as like what I watched or liked, is a blur to me. Um, 
I think you love the show. Uh, give me the show. I'll see if I can. I mean, I mean, if I give you the show, forget it. Okay. Well, I'm not going to get it. I'm, I'm drawing a blank. So let's see if I can at least come up with it. If you give me the show, The Sopranos. Oh, okay. So uh, James Gandolfini. James Gandolfini. Okay, that's great. Yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously, if you get the show, that's easy. And I did like the show quite a bit. And I wasn't thinking that. I was still thinking crappy. <laughs> you weren't thinking cable CBS. shows yet. No, I wasn't. Well, that was the first cable show to win the Emmy for best drama. Yeah, no, we. I mean, his career is awesome, but like we, we were just talking about a bunch of the movies that he did right before he got huge for The Sopranos, and like yeah. he was in uh, True Romance, True Romance, right? Uh, which is a good one. The he was Mexican. In Mexican, which is another good one. So uh, that was a good one. Um, all right, let me, let me see if you get this. This is more like one of those tech entertainment questions that kind of cross over a little bit, but I like throwing at least you know something a little bit diverse in around here. What three letters describes the pick? Pixar filming technology. Say that again. What three letters describe the Pixar filming technology? Is it CGI? It is CGI, computer-generated imagery. Okay. So there you go. So that was the first computer-generated movie, right? Toy Story? Toy Story. Was the first Pixar. Correct. And there was uh, some story I remember hearing about how uh, one guy from, I, mean, I think it might have been Toy Story 2, but uh, an engineer had put a backup on, like, a computer he was editing sound for, brought it home with him, and, and uh, uh, you know, didn't uh, didn't even know uh, why he kept it, didn't erase it. And what ended up happening is uh, they lost the entire server. It all went blank, and, like, his copy of Toy Story 2 was the only one they had so they almost lost the entire movie. Oh my god! <laughs> if, it were, if it wasn't for that, like one random and, and backup. Spent, I mean, I'm sure they spent a hundred million dollars making right. that. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, oh, so. no. okay. I'm sure they won't let that happen again. Yeah, absolutely. All right, so throw one more at me, and then uh, we'll wrap. All right, put, put, a, so put a bow on. This is. <laughs> all right, I don't know why I think this is so funny, but okay. we'll start with this. Who do you think was the highest? earning actor of the year for 2017. So I think the way Forbes does these when they come out in the middle of the year, they I think they measure from June 1st right. of 2016 to June 1st of 2017. So who do you think was the highest paid actor? God, I'm sure I'm not going to like it. Uh, I, I don't even have a reasonable guess at this because I'm just not... Uh, All right, well, this is why I think it's funny. Okay. I'm going to tell you the two movies. Okay. And I still don't think you're going to know the guy. <laughs> I mean, you know the guy, but sure. I don't think you're going to identify him movies, from right. these movies. But I'm going to give you the movies. I bet you're probably right. And this is why I'm just dying laughing, because he made $68 million, this actor. And uh, how about The Last Night and Daddy's Home? Nothing, right? <laughs> I was like, what? Because... When I saw this guy was at the top of the list, I'm like, "What?" Will he, Smith? No, no. I'm like, he must Ice be Cube. He must be doing something fantastic. I, you know, what's he up to? And I'm like, Mark Wahlberg. Mark Wahlberg, who we honored at the opening of the show. So that's why I had to put that in there for you. Yeah, Daddy's Home. Daddy's Home. I don't know what that is. That's what Will Ferrell. Okay. I, I that, it's like that. That's what rang a bell. I was like, "Wait a minute! Wait a minute! I think I got. I think I got that one." Well, go for Mark Wahlberg. Wow, whatever 60, his career has gone to, of course, his brother million. Donnie. Oh, it's the best. Married married to um, Jenny McCarthy. Jenny McCarthy. <laughs> Apparently, they can't keep their hands off each other, which I love that story, and I love the fact that I passed a Wahlburgers truck. So they're they're <laughs> out there. We're inviting you to the uh, food truck festival. Sixty-eight million City, dollars, and he's making burgers. Oh my god! Fantastic! All right, Daddy's home. Daddy's home. 
All right, I don't have anything that could possibly uh, follow that up, but I'm going to give you one last one, one last one to end this game because it is a Nick question all over because it combines my favorite thing, Seinfeld, and your favorite thing, the New York Mets. What New York Mets legend dated Elaine on Seinfeld, Nick? Keith Hernandez. I'm Keith Hernandez. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember why Elaine dumped Keith Hernandez? Well, I didn't know that Elaine dumped Keith Hernandez. She did. So why? Oh, was he too, like, full of himself or something like that? Nope. Is it is it, like, a specific thing he did? It's a specific thing. It's a very specific habit. Oh, jeez. I mean, I know I've seen the episode, but... Part of the genius of Seinfeld yeah. is, like, he can never stay with a woman because he finds something wrong with all of them. Right. And it's always, like, this very Their name rhymes whatever. with something, just, or... You know, they once dropped it. He dropped their toothbrush in the toilet and didn't tell them, and then they brushed their teeth. Right. <laughs> and then every like, time yeah, you see her mouth, you just think just, of toilet. <laughs> it's just great. It's one, one wonderful... So Elaine has the same... Yeah, she's got the same stuff, same issues. Well, this was an this was a more significant issue. One of my favorite Elaine issues is the like I think it was Putty. He liked like religious music. He would have his preset radio stations to like Christian rock. So she started changing them every time she was in his car, and they would go back. And she's just like, I don't understand. Like he never talks about religion. He never says anything. But it's like, it's... <laughs> uh, but he's obviously into it, <laughs> right? All right. Uh, so I'm gonna guess that he. Doesn't wear socks. He smoked cigarettes. Oh. Yep. How about so that? There you go. Keith Hernandez smoking Keith still cigarettes. Smokes cigarettes. Not sure, but that's what made a He does a great job in the booth for the Mets now. Yeah, yeah. Mets have a great uh, oh, team well, with uh, a, Gary they, Cohen. Great, they have a great announcing team. Yes. <laughs> you just need a great baseball team. Well, that's half the battle. <laughs> there you go. It's like Brockmire. You got to go I check mean, out fortunes Brockmire. can come and go in baseball. Uh, you know, I mean, look, the Royals Dude, won the uh, World Series two years ago. Every night is background. I tune into Bob Euchre. They can't score a run. You can't get better than that. So. You know, Bob Euchre talking about sausages. <laughs> like, oh, speaking he, of oh. announcers, this is something I learned just yesterday listening to uh, Paul Kelly and the Guru. Right. So uh, the catch, the Dwight Clark catch. Certainly. Do you know who NBC's play-by-play announcer was that called the catch? I don't. Vin Scully. Wow. He did football back then. Yeah, that's crazy. All right, so there you go. Uh, a bonus fact from the Quizzo Trivia Podcast. <laughs> All right, guys, that puts a bow on this one. Uh, for Nick, uh, my name is Drew. We will see you next week on the Quizzo Trivia Podcast, episode 22, Nick, coming up. Double drive bonuses. home safe from the shore, everybody. You got it. But make sure you drive home. Drive home. <laughs> <laughs>